What does it mean to be a holistic real estate agent? Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And in just a moment, we're going to be speaking with top producer Trish Arcaro. Before we get to Trish, just a couple of quick reminders. Actually, I got an announcement to make. We It's only taken me six years to do this, but finally, I guess better late than never, finally, we have an Instagram account. Please, 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 please pause this podcast, go to Instagram and follow us, not because I need the follows, although I do need the follows, but I want you to follow me, not just for me, but for you, because we're actually posting daily content on Instagram that are short form video clips of these episodes. So if you wanna just get the little nuggets of wisdom, I've got a team that is combing through the episodes, finding the best parts and putting them on Instagram. Actually, they're not just putting them on Instagram, they're putting them on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, um, I think that's it, everywhere, basically, every social channel. So anyway, please follow us, find us on Instagram. It's at Top Agent Interviews, at Top Agent Interviews. I know Keeping It Real was taken, so I had to find something else. Top Agent Interviews on Instagram. Thank you, that would help us out a lot. And please let us know what you think of the short form content. We are so excited about this. And also please tell a friend about the podcast. Tell anyone you know in your office, hey, listen to the show, it'll help you increase your production. That's our goal. All right, guys, enough from me. Let's get to the main event, my conversation with Trish Acaro. Okay, today on the show, we have Trish Arcaro with Next Home Experience in Maine. Uh, let me tell you more about Trish. Now, Trish Arcaro is Maine's holistic realtor and industry healer. Her unorthodox approach to real estate is rooted in holistic principles, which means she takes a look at your life and helps you manifest a home that aligns with your values your aspirations, and your lifestyle. It doesn't matter if you're a first-time home buyer or seasoned seller. Trish will guide you through the process with compassion, care, and expertise. Visit Trish at her website, which is Trish 
arcaro.mynexthomeexperience.com. We will have a link to that in the show notes. And also, please follow her on Instagram. She is at holistic. Uh, Real Estate Pro. Again, Holistic Real Estate Pro on Instagram. Link to that as well in the show notes. Trish, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, DJ Paris. This is amazing. <laughs> we were we were both just laughing because Trish's last name is Italian and she goes, I'm not really Italian. And I said, well, my last name is Paris and I'm not French. So go figure. Um, but I'm glad we're talking to uh, yes. two people with, uh, with with unusual last yes. names that don't match their, their ethnicities. Uh, yes. But tell us, uh, I would love to learn a little bit more about you and tell expose our audience to to um, to your sort of way of doing business. Um, I'm yes. really excited to chat with you. I, I've I've been um, I, I love the fact that that I think in real estate a lot of times people don't have enough fun in the sense of with the things that maybe. Uh, thought to be not as aligned with real estate. Mm-hmm. So in real estate, we, we we like to think like, oh, the headshot needs to look perfect. I need to be sort of more conservative and buttoned up and just, you know, a more sort of traditional business stuffy kind of approach. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are like, no, my authentic self is I am into some interesting, cool things that are important yeah. to me. And I'm going to embed that into my business. And I just love that. So uh, nobody probably knows what yet what we're talking about, so I'm excited to get to that. <laughs> but before we get yeah. to what you're doing today, I want to hear about how you got started. So tell us how you got into real estate. So I back in 2003 and four, I was working at a as a receptionist for a salon, and um, there was a hairstylist there that does mortgages on the side. And I was like, how do you manage yourself doing mortgages and doing hair? At the same yeah. time, I, I just don't even know how she did it. But you know, that started that that seed was planted in my head. I was like, oh, maybe I should try it in California. This was when I was in California. Um, and um, fast forward to 2014, I just jumped right in. There was an opportunity to um, be a marketing manager for a team um, for a real estate agency that I first started out in, and um, I grew with them. And then somehow. And it's so weird because the universe just kind of aligns you and connects with you, puts you in the right place at the right time. So the team that I was working for or working with, their family lives around the block from my parents' house in Los Angeles. It is so crazy. I've never met them. Yeah, never met them in my life before until I moved to Maine. And then they had California ties, Los Angeles ties. And so happens that they lived around the block from my parents' house. It's so weird. So weird. And now we've become good friends. And I've learned so much from starting out as a team member and then developing my own brand successfully on my own since I've left the team. So, so how did you go from West Coast to East Coast? You, you made a huge shift there. That was a quantum leap for me. So, yeah. so when, when we literally decided to um, uh, move um, California to me, we, my husband and I were like, we don't want to raise our kids out here. We don't, you know, in LA, I wanted something different. So we decided to move closer to his family here. And life, I, I dropped everything to pick up and then move really. And then wow. I started real estate maybe six months to eight months later. And I just went, went on a limb and I barely had any there, like nothing. Sure. Well, I always, you know, there's something about, 
Yeah, there's something about the idea of sort of having to make it work. Like for people that are, Uh there's like a a gift, they call it like the gift of desperation in a sense. And I'm not saying you you were desperate. I'm saying not having a a, a safety net is is definitely like a a huge risk. And, but but I always find that in some ways, like, it sort of forces people to get really, really, um, you know, sort of in line with their goals. And, and then they can, yeah. you know, when there's no other option, it's a lot of times you just figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. It was very, you know, scary. You know, when I know, I feel like it's the right thing to do and there's something better on the other side once I get through this, past this fear. And so, you know, moving from Los Angeles to Maine just was the best decision entire family my mom and dad bought a house out here followed me wow. <laughs> and their grandkids out here to yeah so they have two properties one in la and then one here in maine that i manage um me and my husband take care of while they're gone and they go back and forth so i mean it's a whole win-win situation for all you know what i mean it's all, all for the highest good so it's for my family and my parents yeah no i mean you know, that's it was, amazing it was really good. And the culture is very different, right? So you were like Southern California and then you moved to sort of, you know, mid to, to northern mm-hmm. parts of Maine and um, people are different. Yeah. Um, values are different. Everything's so different. different. Everything is different. But the one thing I can say about Mainers out here when I first, they're so welcoming, so yeah. friendly. Um, I stuck out, obviously, for, you know, coming from. You're LA the West Coast granola girl. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So I was like, you know, coming from pine, like, you know, palm trees to beach to sandy, you know, tan all the time to like, to like pine trees and snow. Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, not experiencing, I mean, there's a lot that I've since living here in Maine and I would never change. And like I said, it was just the best decision, best quantum leap decision that I've ever made in my whole entire life so far. So that was wonderful. I love that. Yeah. And and now you yeah, you get to see the you get to see the colors change, you get to see the seasons, yep. you get to eat a lot of lobster. There's mm-hmm. there's there are some benefits to living in yes. Maine. <laughs> you're by the mm-hmm. mountains, mm-hmm. you're by the water, mm-hmm. oh just everything. I just yeah. it's such a, it's a everything. neat place. By the way, for anyone that has not seen the colors change in the Northeast, uh starting around like September, October-ish, if you've yes. never done that, I, like I had I had a friend who I mean, it was one of those things that people told me for years, you, you got to see the colors change. And I was like, yeah, 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 you know, whatever. Yeah. And then finally I had a friend in Boston and she goes, you've never seen the colors change? And I'd been, I've been to almost all the states, not all of them, but there's like five or six I hadn't been to at that time. And those happened to be like New Hampshire, Vermont, and Maine, where I still haven't been to Vermont, but New Hampshire mm-hmm. and, and Maine, I had never been to. And she's like, oh, perfect. Fly into Boston and drive up. And I yeah. legitimately was just the whole entire weekend or however long I was there, <laughs> I was like- I was just constantly ping pong. My eyes were like, I have never yeah. seen neon colored, neon colored leaves. I had never seen like that color yeah. yellow or green or red or orange. I it's just mm-hmm. exquisite. And it's it's we're so lucky to have that in this country. And anyway, that's yeah. my little Go to Maine and go see the colors. Yeah, change go to Maine. Point. They actually, they, you know, they actually have a map of like the levels of bright. Like oh, I know. The as as um, the state changes, they have yeah. the levels of the colors. Like, well, you should be here. This is the highest. Like, you can yeah. see the colors, and then it goes down, 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 and then it, it's just so rad to see how oh, our state just it, changes it, from one thing to another. 
well, it is funny because it's a small, it's kind of a small window and, there, mm-hmm. and no one's ever exactly sure when it's going to hit the exact, no. like until you get yeah. really close to it. And then by then, like yeah. everything books up. So you have to, you have to sort of make a somewhat of a guess, like in the summertime yeah. or whatever. But so I, yeah, I was, we were on all those sites and, and oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I just, just such a beautiful part of the country. Um, so tell us a little bit. So you moved West Coast to 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 Northeast, and yep. then you had to start over. So I want to mm-hmm. hear what it was like to start over in a new state where you're not from, no sphere of influence really. Yeah. So how Nothing. did you how did you build? So I literally I didn't put it into like perspective until I started really thinking about it. Like you know you start thinking about your past and how you did it. And I was like, well, I really just took like three steps and which is the manifestation process. And, and it's really just really getting clear on who I want to be around with, getting clear on my vision and who I want to serve and surrounding myself with those kinds of people and gaining so much information. And that's why joining a team was so valuable to me because I had mentors that I can like go to every time. And, you know, it's just, for me, it was more about there's a goal. I want to serve people. I want to be able to dive myself into this community because this is where I'm setting my roots. So I might as well just embody myself as a real estate agent at that time. And then taking step number two would be taking those action steps. So doing the classes, going out and um, meeting different people, you know, attaining leads, lead generation, doing whatever I have to do as a real estate agent during that time. I did that. And then number three is just being open to receiving whatever is meant for me. So whether it's the commission checks, whether it's the the actual clients that you attract and you become lifelong friends with them and you start developing this brand. And I didn't really be, wasn't really in tune with myself then when I was on a team because I was representing a brand for someone else. It was not sure. my brand, but now that I'm by myself and, you know, part of a culture here at Next Home Experience is just just pretty much rocket launched me to where I am today. So those steps wow. in my beginning days were so vital. So I knew I, I, I had to know what I needed to do and then kind of just, you know, elaborated and collaborated with other partners in the industry to help me become who I am yeah. today. I love that. And it's really apt. It, it's really apt. I was, um, this you'll you'll appreciate or may, you'll probably find this interesting. So mm-hmm. last night I was I was I was going to just listen to to some you know sort of more of just entertainment style mm-hmm. podcast in the evening mm-hmm. while I was relaxing, and a friend of mine said uh, you, you really should you I think you'd find this interesting. There's a podcast by Sam Harris who's more of like. Like a philosopher, sort of a philosopher, but mm-hmm. not really. It's just kind of a, a deep thinker. And some people like him, some people don't. I'm not here yeah. to, to say whether he, you know, you should listen to him or not. But anyway, he did a whole a 45 minute piece uh, about uh, free will. And what was interesting was he was like, he doesn't believe in free will, which is really interesting. And then he makes this case for why we don't actually have free will. And he's able to make that case pretty logically. Yeah. And yeah. so what's interesting is he says, it, it it's not that you don't have some semblance of control over, over parts of your life. Of course you do. Right. But for the overall sort of 
part of your life, really things just kind of happen to you. And yeah. and then it's about what you do with what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like things are just going to happen, good things, bad things, and then it's about how what you make of those things. Yep. And, but but he also said about getting clear with intention starts to sort of set in motion, you know, this idea of 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 attraction and not in like yeah. a woo-woo-y kind of like metaphysical way, but he's like no, it, it actually activates, you know, certain parts of the brain that then start to look for those things. So this yeah. idea of getting really clear about what you want, step one, is really important. And by the way, it's what every consultant does when they first yeah. go to talk to somebody. They're like, "Okay, tell me what you're look what what do you what do you want here? What's the problems? What are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Let's get clear about that first, and then let's figure out how to get you you know those next few steps." So you're absolutely right. It's like figure out what you want, then take the steps necessary, and then the hardest part maybe for a lot of people is being willing to receive. I think. Um, yeah, or, I, I know that, or- that. It seems like that would be the easiest step, but for me, I think that would be the hardest part for me. You think so? For me, it's totally opposite. So like, it's, I'd be happy to open to like, I'm open to receiving whatever's meant for me. Like I accept that the hardest thing for me is the how and the when is when I think most of my clients have a hard time with is just you know, like, when is this going to happen? Like, how am I going to get, I was like, you got to hurry up and wait. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you can't choke hold the universe in that sense where you're like, you can try. (laughs) Yeah. You can try, but it's not going to happen. The outcome is not what you want or what you think you want. So it's just, you know, again, releasing that control piece and like, just, just letting it flow. And that's what I did to build my business now was like, okay, I got really clear you know, um, my action was to, I hired, you know, two different coaches, like for me to do self, self, like self-development, get in with my inner child, do all that, like shadow work, all of those things. And then applying it, you know, applying it to my business and, you know, for personal reasons, I doing it for it. But then I was like, why can't I just put it into my business? (laughs) Like, why can't I just infuse it? And then somehow I just, one thing led to another. I get connected with a brand strategist who helped me develop this the name Holistic Real Estate Pro. Like, and she was aligned with me, like-minded, all of these things. It's it just so crazy and how the universe just connects you. And yeah. I truly believe in divine timing, hands down. Whatever, yeah. whatever you're doing whether it's in business or in personal, it's all about divine timing. It's, it'll happen when it happens and you'll know, and and you'll know just. And, <laughs> and I think too, once you get more, and I'm, I'm going through this process myself mm-hmm. is like starting to make more space for, for silence and a little uh-huh. bit of alone time where, um, but, but not alone time where I'm listening to other things or watching other things or just sort of taking time to sort of just allow things to emerge from within. Right. Um, And and that idea that we have this sort of wealth of creativity and Mm -hmm. and knowledge and and just feelings and sort of intuition. You're going to, I know you're really big into intuition. Yeah. What I've, and we'll talk, I want to, I definitely want to talk about how you apply that in your business. Yeah. What, What I've, what I've found with intuition for me is we live in a very noisy world, right? And like yeah. our phones are constantly asking for our attention. They're begging mm-hmm. for that attention. There's a, you know, th- th- there's a lot of tech companies that, you know, are vying for that that space where they want your attention. And if I don't give myself attention, if I don't actually make space for these like thoughts and, and ideas to emerge, um, then they're they're just not going to be heard by my, right. my conscious mind. Mm-hmm. So um, so this idea about 
about get, making some time um, is really important because like, it, again, that's intuition. It, it, the signals are there, but if you're not t- tuned listening. into them. Yeah. yeah. If you're not listening to your heart or your, or looking at the signs, there's so many signs that people just miss. And I just think for me, I have to really be in tune with myself and really know that, you know, look beyond my third eye and just make sure that like, okay, what does my gut tell me? That's my first instinct is what does your gut tell you? If it's like a hell yes, then hell yes. Then if it's a heck no, no, don't even, don't even go there. Or if it's in the middle, just sit with it a little bit. It's okay to sit if you're totally, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. So like for, for me too, with intuition, I find that what can be challenging for me is understanding what is real intuition mm-hmm. and also what might be anxiety, fear, yeah. things that like, for example, the most obvious example is when I go to the gym, um, mm-hmm. which I don't ever want to do, of course, but but I do it because I, it's a good idea. So I go and then I'm, I'm literally going to be diving headfirst into like physical pain, right? That's like, that's the reason I don't want to do it because it hurts. It's terribly mm-hmm. hard. But of course it is. Everything in life that's worthwhile is hard. So no, you know, that's, but I don't like it, but I like the way I feel when it's over. But yes. my, my point is, is um, sometimes I'm just like, oh, I don't want to go. And I'm like, mm. well, okay. And that's fine. Of course I don't want to go. It's painful. That makes sense. Um, but um, is, is that really my intuition? Is that my wisest self? Or is that just a little fear part of me that's just doesn't yeah. want to, you know, do heavy weightlifting, of course. Yeah. And then I go, oh, that's actually just anxiety. And then the wisest part of me says, it's okay. You can be anxious, but go anyway. Um, and that's really my intuition, right? So mm-hmm. so it's idea of, of, of developing that in, that sort of understanding of intuition versus, you know, oh, this is like a fear that I have that, you know, I've had since I was a child or something like, okay, it's okay to have both. And, and, yeah. and so I'm curious on how you utilize – oh, I wanted to ask you a question about intuition. Yeah. yeah. So – it has your what is the hit rate or the success rate that you found um, with your intuition? In other words, how often is it, would you say, correct or right versus, oh, I followed my gut there and it just didn't lead me in the right path? Like, what's the percentage of sort of, you know, outcome that you wanted versus outcome that you're like, oh, nope, I got that one wrong? 80%. A pretty great rate there, yeah. right? 80%, yeah. 80% is 80%, pretty 20%. Amazing. I'm like, why? Well, I should have just not done that. Yeah. No, 80%. Well, nothing's perfect, but like 80% is pretty close. Mm -hmm. It's really close. And I, you know, when I look back, I was like, oh, and I write down everything. Like I write down and I try to, the things, the goals that I want and outcome that I want, that, that I desire, like a clear to close. It'll, and I know I'm like right there, but I was like, oh, there's something that is, you know, I'm preparing for the best, obviously. And the, you know, what's that phrase? Expect the worst, or pre- yeah, yeah, yeah. Prepare yeah. for the worst. Expect, expect yeah, the, uh, the yeah, best. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, expect the, and yeah. so, but there are things where it just the universe is just like, oh no, we have this thing, we have this thing to deal with. I'm like, shit. I was like, like, you know, where can we not, you know, be like that anymore? So it's just, just eighty percent of the time, I'm always right. My intuition, my gut is always that. right. Yeah, and twenty percent is helps. Just, it probably you probably see yourself in some ways, and I know you to a tremendous amount of action. So I'm not suggesting mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. just kind of let things come to you because, of course, life just doesn't work that way no. for most of us. Yeah. Maybe if we're really lucky, I guess, but yeah. most of us don't aren't that lucky. Um, yeah. So, um, so this this idea of you know 
sort of be, being this almost like a leaf on, on a river, just kind of, yeah. I, I'm paying attention, I'm doing things, but mm-hmm. I'm also not the river. I'm just going to let the river take me yeah. and I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to take action when I need to. But I sort of suspect that that reduces a lot of fear and anxiety that you might have going, this is all going to work. Like everything's going to mm-hmm. work out. I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to fight against what is, right? It's that like what is, is. <laughs> like what is, is I'm on a river and I, okay, and I'm going to just let the river take me and I'm going to pay attention and make changes when I need to. But I suspect you sort of see yourself a bit yes. that way. So uh, the phrase I love, and it's from a song, um, is everything is as, as it should be. Yeah. That's it. Everything is as it should be. Every time my buyers or sellers are like, oh, I'm just so anxious that I, you know what? Everything is as it should be right now. It is fine. We are meant, if this house was meant for you, we would have gotten it. If it wasn't, it's not, and you know, if it is, it is. And it's not, it's not. You got to accept that. And that's okay. It can't, you know, and yes, you know, this, we all know this market is crazy and people are not, you know, manifesting their house or they're not getting the house that they want, or they put so many offers in. And so that fear and that, um, discouragement, you know, this is where I come in and be like, Nope, I am positive. We're going to find something like my enthusiasm, my, my, my glow, my vibe really keeps them together. And I, I pep them up and just making sure that, you know, things are supposed to be like this. Things are supposed to, you're supposed to experience these things before you get to this, you know, your goal. Like before you attain this goal, you need to experience certain things, rejection, fear, all of these things, but yet still have an open heart to receiving whatever is meant for you. You know, that, you know, it, it's, it sounds sort of like some of the, the language that you're using sounds sort of subtle or, or maybe wordplay in a sense. Yeah. Um, but it isn't because I know that I get calmed down a lot when, um, like, you know, if something happens and somebody's mm-hmm. wise enough in the group, if I'm in a group mm-hmm. that says, don't worry, it, it, this probably just wasn't meant to be, but don't worry, like things are going to work out. And, yeah. and if I trust that person, then, mm-hmm. well, usually the person ends up being right. I found that to be the case. Yeah. Like maybe something, well, it's, it, it's that old joke. It, 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 yeah. This is my favorite joke of all time. And it's not a religious joke. So I apologize for anyone that it's might like- <laughs> take this as like a, a religious thing. Trust me, it's not, or at least not the way I think about it, but it's, it's just, it's a really simple joke. I think it's the truest thing ever. It's called, we make plans, God laughs. Right. Which yeah. I always, I love that because like, mm-hmm. what's more true than that? Like yeah. We, we, yeah. we go for something and it just, that's not what the universe you know, what or, or whatever no. Wanted and and it's okay because there's yeah. going to be something else um, that does this maybe or something better. better. Yeah, yeah, this or something better, and that's what it is. Like you know, today, you know, one of my clients, we put an offer in, and she was like, "We put it in two days ago, and there's like 16 offers on this, and it oh was, yeah." And I was like, "It's this or something better." <laughs> Honestly, yeah. it's this or something better, and if it's not, then we just move on to something else. That you know it. It may come back around. You just never know. The universe is so funny that way where, you know, you could become a backup buffer and you end up with the house. You just uh, uh, never know. I am so impressed by that that phrase, this or something better. And it's not just 
a cute thing to say mm-hmm. to placate the you know the the client it's actually what you believe yeah. because it's what you believe it doesn't come off as a cute little slogan or something that right. they tell you to say in sales nah. school or whatever it's it's literally what you believe at your yeah. deepest part of you because you mm-hmm. apply those same principles yourself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and and so if i if i have somebody who's congruent with their words and their beliefs and their actions where I know they're not just giving me a line that they, you know, knew this will help placate the me. If I'm like, if, if I trust that person, I'm like, you just, you just made that, this disappointment slightly easier for me because I trust that you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And, um, if you're confident about it, then I'm going to be like, okay, good. It's not so, so terrible. It's your vibration, your vibration, your energy that you put out there in front of your client or who your friend or whoever they 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 feed off of that and a lot of for me my energy is so loud and so you know i attract these they're all my clients the way i want them to like the way the type of client that i want i attract those and so they feed off of my energy and they tell me time time again you have this calming aura about yourself you have this positivity where I feel down and all of a sudden you just come up and have me look again and see and be like, okay, this is not the end of the road. This is, we're just, you know, one, one day at a time, one showing at a time kind of thing. It, it will, this journey is just not always going to be perfect. It's going to be per- perfect for you and how yes. you experience it. So. Well, almost nothing in life is linear anyway, right? Like no. almost everything goes up and down, up and down, wild yeah. swings, peaks and valleys, yeah. Yeah. you know, heartbreak and love mm-hmm. and and, and mm-hmm. everything in between, you know, death, birth. I mean, yeah. truly difficult and, and wonderful things happen to us, which are going to happen to us anyway. And yeah. this idea of, of not fighting the current that's already taking you is mm-hmm. is a, it's it's a lifetime of practice. I I am not good at it. I try to control every area I'm of my still, life because that's the human it. condition. Yeah. Um, You're it's a constant work within yourself um especially as a for me and my line of business and my brand it's like I'm constantly working on myself every day to to make someone else's day you know, feel good. And, and, you know, that's, that's the goal for me just to serve these families in my community and to help them achieve their goal. So their success is my success in that sense. And so I, you know, I wouldn't be here without, you know, the help and support and love from my clients and my friends and family. I just, you know, I just decided to embody myself as this and just, you know, let go and forget the fear of what people might think. And I think that's what people drew to me is because I don't care what people think of me, especially in this market, like in this, you know, I'm not, I'm not your typical agent in that sense. Like it's, like I said, it's like unorthodox approach to real estate and, and it's something that stands out and people are curious of what I I do. And, and that's how I attract these clients are like, Oh, you're like me. You think, you sound, you you do things that I like to, you love crystals, you love manifestation, law of attraction, you sure. love all that. I'm like, sure, come talk to me. I'll talk about it all day long with you, whether and, it's a house, if, about houses or not, I'll talk about it. 
Yeah. Well, and and it's it, you're attracting people who who are into into that, mm-hmm. and and so mm-hmm. as a result, you know, you're you're not having to even convince them that you're this no. professional that has kind of a, a I don't want to say quirky because that has a negative connotation. Yeah. You're not quirky in any in any way, yeah. but you have this more unorthodox sort of style, yeah. which really yeah. at the end of the day you don't because you're a hardworking realtor mm-hmm. and you're working you know yeah. into the you know you're working hard, but at the same time you're also like, hey, I I I'm not gonna. F- I'm not going to be pushing against what is. Right. I'm going to just be guiding you to what, you know, what mm. we think is is what, you know, your next home um and yeah. if things don't work out, don't worry. We're we're going to we're Boy, it's, it's very calming, I would say. Um yeah. it's very and comforting. That's where I, yeah, that's what a lot of people have, you know, the reviews I get. They're like you're so calming and just you're just there to, you know, if I call you frustrated or I'm like you know, I'm like a psychologist coach, like everything that they, if they want to dump on me, you know, and that will filter out the noise. And I know they're coming from a place of desperation, a place of lack, sure. uh, fear, all of those things. And just somehow just let them sit in it. And I'll tell them, sit yeah. in that. It's okay. You know, sleep yeah. on that. Call me tomorrow. See how you, oh, I just needed just to, just to of course. dump that on you. I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. And I mean, and then again, people need yeah. to, people need to get things out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then for myself, for me to digest all that to, to, cause I, t- I absorb a lot of energy from other people. Sure. And so for me, I do my modalities. I'll just meditate for a little bit, do a tarot reading for myself, write in my journal and just remember that, you know, Trish, you are manifesting and attracting like-minded individuals, whether, you know, they're on the same level as you, or it, there might be, you know, there's a little struggle, there's a little anxiety, there's a little fear, but you are here to help them and guide them. You're, you're a re- their reason to move forward. Not me necessarily the reason, but like I'm part of their, you know, a huge part of their journey. So yeah, I just kind of remember like what I do every time I it, remind myself, who am I serving? And you these also, are the people. You take that responsibility very seriously, I can mm-hmm. tell. And mm-hmm. and that's an important thing. Like whatever somebody's authentic self is that they want to bring into their real estate practice, they have to really be find the courage to sort of say, this is who I am. This is mm-hmm. what I'm about. Here's why I think it serves, you know, you, Mr. and Mrs. Client, or here's why mm-hmm. I think it's important for my business. But at the same time, like, um, you, you, you seem authenticity seems to be the, the name, the, the word yeah. I would put with you is you really are that person. And, and as a result, people are attracted because people are always attracted to authenticity, whatever yeah. the authentic self is. Yeah. Whatever it is. I mean, you know, you can have a different niche, different brand or whatever you do. And even other realtors ask me, like, how did you like manage to niche down to this? I was like, it's really a lot of, you know, it is a lot of work. It's a lot of self-development. And it was, this was in the making, you know, years to come. And I, I didn't do this at the drop of a hat. Like I didn't do this overnight. This was like years in the making to actually deciding to come out like this as you know especially in an industry that is so traditional and for me to come out like as a holistic realtor and there are many people out there that practice holistic real estate you know just like me or a little bit different than me um but for me to be actually naming myself and becoming it you know Maine's holistic realtor and an industry healer like that took a lot for me to 
just say out there and just put it out there and, you know, not hope for the best, but I'm just, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a risk for me. You know what I mean? For like, sure. Maybe people won't like that. Maybe it's too woo woo. Maybe it's too new sure. agey, but you know, there's so many people that deep down inside, they do practice some of these things that I do. Of I course. just say it out loud. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But, so. the, but the courage, the courage to say it out loud, I think is the secret sauce, right? Like mm -hmm. it's, it's like, I don't have to hide this part of me. I don't have to pretend that I'm yeah. not this way. And and you're, you're not so different, really, than most of us. You yeah. just talk about the things that most of us just read about. Yeah, just read about. about. I just talk about it. Yeah. And and people seem to be really receptive. And even colleagues are like, Trish, how do I manifest this? I go, you're manifesting every day. <laughs> your thoughts create your reality. Whether you like it or not, yeah, yeah, you're manifesting. Yeah, exactly. And then, you so, know, so yeah, so. Well, and that's why if if you if, if somebody accepts that that premise that we're, we're all we're co well, maybe we'll call it co-creating co-creators like right this yes. universe and, and they're creating <laughs> and we're sort of yeah. part, part of the creation process, um, then then if if that's the case, then you start to get really careful or at least aware of what you are bringing, uh, what you mm -hmm. are thinking about, where you are putting your attention, because there's a lot of ways where we, especially right now with the market the way it is, we can we could easily be putting a tremendous amount of our energy uh, and attention into low, uh, higher interest rates that our clients mm -hmm. don't love, um, lower, uh, you know, less inventory for, for opportunities there. It's, it's, there's a lot to feel crappy about if you want to. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. plenty of it, plenty of reasons. Yeah. And, and that's okay to acknowledge that it's like, you don't want to say, well, there's no weeds in my garden. Obviously you, you want to take the weeds out, yeah. but at the same time, you don't want to over-focus on those weeds and miss some of the beauty that's going on at the yeah. same time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you know, a unique thing that I have my clients do, I had one, my current client right now, cause we're searching and still looking and still like doing things because we we lost out on like a couple of deals. And I was like, listen, we have to do something different. So I want you to do this assignment. And this assignment is write a gratitude letter to your house that you're living in right now. Even if you don't own it, but it's a house that you're living under the roof of it's giving you shelter. Give a, just write out your gratitude on paper, see what comes up for you and see, see how it's, you know, giving you shelter through cold and, you know, keeping you warm, you know, you have a place to sleep, like all the things that, you know, that you can think of, give gratitude to your space and see what happens. And I think that really opens up everyone's minds and just really like, Kind of like, okay, now I have respect for what I have now. And now the universe can like open opportunities for me to be like, okay, yes. yeah, here we go. Like here's some, some listings that we can probably look at. Here's some, you know, maybe your interest rate changed. You know what I mean? There's so many right. different things. If you don't show gratitude right now for what you have, how is the universe going to give you something better? Then. Yeah, I I could not agree more. I think I think gratitude is is just a great way to sort of flip the mindset mm -hmm. as quickly. It's it's the quickest way I know to get out of distress. Um, right. And, and and there's nothing wrong with with acknowledging distress. Of course, right. like of course right. we need to acknowledge bad things that happen. But at the same time, you know, this idea of going, hey in a year, will I have found my perfect place? Like at worst case scenario, it's like getting fired from a job. Yeah, it's like yeah. devastating at the time. Oh my God, yeah. my world's over. I have, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then a year from now, you're usually in a better job with mm -hmm. a better position. Mm -hmm. um, and we look back and go, God, why was I so stressed? Well, because 
the unknown is stressful. So yeah. this idea of of acknowledging, okay, right now it's unknown. You know, you've lost a couple deals, but let's 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 sort of think forward. Like once mm-hmm. you get that home, because you're going to get a home. We're going to yeah. get you something. We're, we're let's let's something. think about how you're going to feel about that at that time, and 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 let's be appreciative for what you currently have. I I, I don't think that sounds odd at all. Like it's it's mm-hmm. an odd thing for maybe not odd. It's, it's an unusual thing usual. for maybe a realtor to suggest, yeah. but is it, is it forget about, you know, whether you believe in a, a manifestation yeah, or abundance yeah. or whatever, yeah. but regardless, just practically, does that change your mindset? Of course it does. Oh like, yeah. If nothing else, you just put them in a better mood, mood. for mm-hmm. some, some news that they didn't want to hear. Yeah. And I think it's just also too, like for them, for someone that is renting and showing appreciation for their space, but then now it puts them into a mode of like home ownership or like embodying. So I embody this as a main holistic realtor. I want them to embody themselves as a homeowner. So like doing the things what a homeowner would do, like what would a homeowner do? You know, get their money mindset straight, like get get their financial straight, get check out things that don't serve them anymore and clear space and just again, showing that piece of gratitude and appreciation huge goes a long way like 100 percent of the time goes a long way when it comes to anything that you want in your life and so that's like one simple thing that one person can do is just show gratitude and but again the second thing would be just maybe try embodying yourself as a homeowner you know like you just never know once because your thought once you have that thought in there now you have to put that into action what are you going to do and you're basically telling your subconscious mind that this is real like okay i'm you know consciously yes i'm at this reality right now but subconsciously i'm going to be here so i need to bring that out into the real world and i need to figure out what i need to do to actually get there yeah yeah and so you're not mind tricking your subconscious but you know your thoughts as soon as you think about what you want and you know how you're going to get there or you don't know how to get there, but you're going to take a step anyway, it's the, your path will lead you to where you're supposed to be. And well, look, I mean, every professional athlete, or not every professional athlete, but, but, but most professional sports yeah. teams have uh, psychologists or, mm-hmm. or, tr- or coaches that will do visualization exercises yeah. where people can, you know, these top athletes, the people who are mm-hmm. the very most skilled at their profession in the entire world, basically, are also doing these kind of exercises where mm-hmm. they're visualizing their outcome that they want. And they're not all doing it because they're all into new age stuff. They're doing it because it works. And yeah. it works at the highest levels of, of athletics, which mm-hmm. is a meritocracy. It's all merit-based. Like right. you, don't, right. you don't get into being a professional athlete unless you're really, really good. So, yeah. so this idea isn't so unusual. Really, no, it's this not. idea of and getting it's, clear. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's really not airy not, fairy kind of no, stuff. No, it it's not. It's just your typical. You know, you just everyone's doing it, and subconsciously or consciously, they're doing it. It's just I word it differently, and it it means the same thing in that sense. So, like, you know, getting really clear on your intentions are it's a huge thing. Like, if you don't know where you're, if you're not clear about who you are as a person or not clear what you want to want to desire, like what it, what, what your goal is. And, you know, you're lost. Like you have to really get that understanding within yourself and then surround your people to help you understand. If you don't understand, get clear, you know, like use your resources and talk to people and that you, if you want to be in this, 
you know, in a certain category, if you want to get yourself to the next level, you got to talk to those next level people, you know, like, you, you know, if you want to have a higher income, talk to those people that how do they get to that higher income or, yeah. you know, wherever, whatever industry, it doesn't matter if it's real estate, it doesn't matter where, if you're medical, whatever, it's still the same process. Those three step process is same anyway. Yeah. And so and what's, what's, what's great too, about talking to those people who are maybe one level above or, or more is that you find out what their mindset is and what mm -hmm. their thoughts and their beliefs and how they react to disappointment. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it's usually a much, um, like when, when, whenever I, I love going to see like, um, you know, uh, concerts, uh, obviously yeah. I think a lot of us do, but, but I'm, I'm a guy who's been playing guitar my whole life. The reason why I like going to concerts aside from just listening to the great music is also it's in, not that I ever want to be a professional musician, but it's very inspiring to see somebody who's at that next level yeah. and how seriously they take their craft. Mm -hmm. And as a result, they have the success that I won't have because I'm not willing to put in that kind of effort. But this idea of, you know, we're so lucky in real estate where, you know, we get to talk to top realtors. Mm -hmm. I mean, shows like mine exist that, that talk yeah. to people like you and, mm -hmm. and, and so, but you know, it's, you're right. It's, it's this idea of, of figuring out the mindsets of the people that are a little bit further along the path than me, um, is really could save you a lot of headache along yeah, the way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really tuning in with that, like, don't just take it with a grain of salt, like really like take, do like, you know, take it away, like really implement it into your life and try, you know, certain, certain tasks or tips or something from a higher level may not work for you, but at least you tried and seeing yeah. like, okay, maybe I can tweak that a little, a little bit to, you know, benefit me in that sense in my brand and my business. And, you know, like there's so many, you know, we had a next home conference in Houston and there were so many speakers and, you know, um, the, the president of the National Association of Realtors was there. And this guy is amazing. I don't know. We have the best right now, president right now in our association ever. And, you know, I've learned so much, just five minute speech. It was eye opening for me. And, yeah. you know, everybody comes from somewhere. Everybody starts from the bottom yep. and, you know, and they work themselves up. And, and you're right. If you're willing to put in that energy to get up there, like that's on you. For me, I'm like, I don't want to feel burnout. So I do whatever I feel that is best for me and my family. And that's the thing. Like I, to me, I, yes, I am a top producer, but am I like freaking number one in the company? No, <laughs> I don't. I'm not. Cause I don't want to be, I want to be able just to serve who I want to serve and, you know, attract the clients that are meant for me and not, not feel drowned in overwhelm and just burn out from the real estate hustle. Like that's not what I'm all about. I'm all about calm yeah. and flow and just, you know, moving with ease. Like this job shouldn't be hard at all. And, and it could be stressful, but you know, it's how you respond, right? It's how you respond right. to certain reactions and, and you control what you can control. And I feel like I've been doing that and tweaking it and working on it every day. But, you know, uh, I'm successful so thus far. And I'm so proud to like, even just talk about the way I approach real estate, because it's a different thing. It's, it's, it, it lights me up every time I talk. If someone wants to talk about it, I'll talk about it all day. And it, it's a passion of mine now It's turned into something bigger than me. Well, I'd love to talk about social media. How, um, 
how do you approach social media to ex- be an extension of your authentic self? So I'm curious on the content that you're that you're putting out there. Um, is is just curious on on your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. So social media, I'll do like the reels. I'll pick a trending thing, and you know, I'll do I'll do a lot of. I'm not, I'm okay to be in front of camera, so it doesn't really matter to me. Um, I'll invite a lender that who is aligned with me to join on on the fun. Um, but I'll do, you know, I'll share the steps that I take, you know, to becoming successful. So three steps to becoming or manifesting your house. So I'll put it in slides. I'll give them the verbiage that I use on a daily basis. And I don't put out the market analysis. I don't put out that stuff. I, I do that. I have that for myself so I can have the knowledge and expertise on my market, but the numbers and the grids and all that stuff, that's not for me. Like, no, <laughs> mine is more of just like being funny, being real, being raw. Um, it's not always sunshines and rainbows, you know, for being in real estate and, or even on the holistic side, it's not always, you know, sure. woo woo. you know, it's, I, you know, yeah. I'm a normal human being too. It's just, you know, um, I just use a lot of my energy and my time to, creating content with people that will grasp that, you know, like, you know, I have, you know, I have, like I said, I partner up with a lender and she and I do TikToks and reels together that, that make it funny. And it seems like we're like a married couple or like, you know, just like a dynamic duo, just, just doing fun things. And I'll throw in the verbiage of manifestation. I'll do the hashtags, all those things to get it out there. So that way people know about it. And, um, I don't know. It, social media is a great platform for me to express more of my to my audience and joining like um, podcasts and things like that. Guest speaking is is a huge thing for me too. I you know I've been doing it for the past you know two years now. Like just guest podcasting and just reaching out to a different audience and people find me somehow. They're like, I want to move to Maine and I want you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Where'd you find me on a podcast or on Instagram? Like it was, Amazing. you know, they're not, it's very far few, you know what I mean? But that far few turns out to be really cool. Like I was like, oh, yeah. someone actually was listening to me or seeing what, you know, holistic real estate is about. Like this is where if they, if I can make an impact on them somehow to move forward into manifesting a house that I'm like, you know, my job's done in that sense. Like, yes. Okay. Let's do this. So, well, we should also mention before we wrap up that, you know, people do move to Maine from other Mm -hmm. parts of the country. You did certainly a lot of your clients have, or or sometimes they have vacation homes Mm -hmm. uh, in, in the Northeast. And so, you know, for anyone out there who's listening, who may have people that are exploring the Northeast for you know, a vacation home or maybe mm-hmm. a move. Um, Trish would love the opportunity yes. to, to work with you. Might as well, let's put that out in the universe too. Yes, so any yes. agent out there would love, and Trish, by the way, has clients that retire and they don't always retire mm-hmm. in Maine. They mm-hmm. might go somewhere else like Florida or Texas yes, or wherever, yes. Arizona, well, or wherever people go. Mostly Mainers, the snowboards go to Florida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they go yeah. down south. So yeah. So, like there's- So does everyone here in Illinois. They all go to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> So, but, but my point is, is that, you know, look, this, this is a a referral based business also Mm -hmm. with, with agents and, you know, let's put that out there that if, if you're looking for, you know, a good referral partner in, uh, in Maine, uh, Trish is, is, 
is awesome and she's mm-hmm. super well respected. Her clients love her. Obviously, she's a top producer and she's fun. So, yes. I mean, if nothing else, she's fun. Yes. And fun goes a long way in my book um, in, in real estate because very For few sure. people are willing to be fun. So yeah. I uh, I love that. Um, so if, if, Trish, if there is another agent out there listening who either wants to refer business to you or maybe wants to, you know, see if you have business for them. Mm-hmm. Um, what's mm-hmm. the best way that, they, or, or by the way, we also, it's not only a, a realtors who listen to us, although I, I suspect it's 99% realtors. I think but even, 99% of your, your listeners even, are even if it is somebody uh, who's not an agent who's maybe thinking about going to Maine um, and maybe they want to work with you. Um, what's the best way that anyone who wants to connect with you should get in touch? Um, I'm usually on my Instagram at Holistic Real Estate Pro, but my website, um, it'll be in the show notes down there. You can connect me with me there. My number, my bio, everything is on there all about me. We'll put it all in there too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just so, you know, if you want to come to Maine, you know, you know, I, I'm right here. (laughs) Everybody should go to Maine. I am not kidding. Visit, visit, visit. Just visit. Go in the, go in the fall. Go see the colors change. Mm-hmm. I promise it'll blow your mind. And even yeah. if you've just just Google the images, and then mm-hmm. when when you see the images on Google, realize that doesn't doesn't even do it a lick of justice. Like no. it's so much more intense than that. Yeah, it'll blow, it'll blow your mind. And it's really the only part of the country that really has that. Yeah. Um, there's a train so actually. Um, yeah. There's a tour train from Boston all the way up. Like I think there is like a they call it peepers the peeper tour. And so, um, it goes all the way up to Maine and then come back down, um, down to Boston. So there's so many, there's so many tours and attractions or, you know, companies out there that will take you on a tour through, um, mass Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine and see everything. I mean, but Maine has, you know, the best lobster, so you can still get lobster during that time. (laughs) So, and, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you guys want to come hang out with me on the Instagram, I'm I'm there all the time. <laughs> Find Trish on Instagram at uh, my um sorry I'm sorry holistic real estate pro so at Instagram holistic real estate pro also find her on her website which is trisharcaro.mynexthomeexperience.com again links to all that stuff yes. in the show notes so uh Trish I want to thank you for uh allowing yourself to reach out to us and be on our yeah. show we are you you manifested this how yes, exciting I, did. And, I guess I did and you were like and, my first show this year I was like I need to manifest myself to be on and the you've show. done a lot of shows too <laughs> yeah but the first First one of the year is a big one for me. Yes, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm so you excited. Not, you are not a newbie to podcasts. So, no, um, and I'm so excited to be on the show with you. And you, like, by the you. way, you need to have a show. You know, holistic, someone told me so much. The holistic I should do that. realtor, just call it the holistic realtor or something. Oh I am God. telling you. Uh holistic real estate pro, whatever. Yeah. I am telling you that would be awesome. You should you should consider it. Okay, I'm gonna. One more thing to do, just just yeah. another like ten just hours a week to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got tons of time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> just Maybe a I'll suggestion. I'm throwing it out there. Yeah, uh, I, you know that uh, has actually crossed my mind, and now it's a sign again. Ah. I'm like, oh, Trish, you know, you should do this. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I think you know having my setup the- in my office. Yeah. I, I could see you building a giant team, uh, attracting a lot of other agents. If that's what you would want, I don't know if you you mm-hmm. would even want that. But I I could see I could see a lot of people being very very much attracted to your mindset, your yeah. attitude, the way that you approach. And I think that would be of tremendous service to other agents 
Um, yeah. Also to your clients, like here's mm-hmm. how to process disappointment. Here's how to, here's how to, you know, handle the ups and downs. I think you have a lot of wisdom that you could provide. Uh, yeah. And again, you're doing it to your clients anyway. I just think if you put it, uh, you know, you put it on a podcast, I think it could live forever. So something to think yeah. about. Um, anyway, uh, well, on behalf of our audience, speaking of our audience, we want to thank Trish for spending a good hour with us. We really appreciate. You. So on behalf of everyone, we say thank you, Trish, for your time. We know how busy you are. And it was really uh, a, a bright spot in, in my otherwise uh, busy day. I appreciate you, uh, <laughs> your energy. You. Ed coming on to the show. And then on behalf of Trish and myself, we want to thank the audience as well. Obviously, everyone who has made it to the end of the show, we love you. We appreciate you. Please help us by telling a friend. Think of one other realtor that you know that could benefit from hearing this great conversation with Mm -hmm. Trish and send them a link to this episode. Or you could just send them to our website, keepingitrealpod.com. Every episode we've ever done can be streamed live there. Um, If they're not a podcast person, they can stream it from their browser. If they are a podcast person, just have them pull up any podcast app, search for Keeping Keeping It Real and hit that subscribe button. And and one last thing, if you want to to get extra special uh, credit, 10,000 gold stars, leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. This really is important for us. It's not just me begging for reviews so that we get more exposure, although that is great too, but it's really to help us continue to improve the show. So, um, you know, unless you're going to leave us a one-star review, then you don't have to do that. But no, I'm teasing. Um, but really do let us know what you think of the show because I only know what you guys tell me. Um, so please, please let us know what, what you would like to see more of, less of, et cetera. I want to keep making the show better for you. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think. All right, Trish, it was a pleasure. I, I Next time I'm in the, um, the Northeast, I am coming to see you because yes. I'm sure I will need an attitude adjustment at that point anyway. And you <laughs> yes. are going to be my, you're going to be my guru while I'm there because, um, and you'll have to show me around, but I absolutely love, uh, the Northeast. So everyone go visit and also reach out to Trish, follow her, look, check her out on Instagram, holistic real estate pro. She does some really cool content on there. Check it out. Trish, thank you so much. And we will see everybody on the next episode.